Welcome back to Disc Disc. It is the 18th of January 2022. You are now listening to Disc Disc. Did I say that? Yeah, that's sort of, but whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Disc Disc. You're listening to Disc Disc. Yes. I am Isha Gaming, and we also have Tiny Hats, and we are the, the Disc Disc podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this uh, episode, which is episode five, I think. Yeah, it's like an anniversary. Exciting. <laughs> We will have a special guest, our first guest, and that will Hooray. be Disc Cart from YouTube. And we're going to ask him a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I like how Disc Cart on Disky Disc really doesn't roll off the tongue at all. <laughs> and you can read about it on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> it's so many discs. It's so many discs. Other <laughs> um, parts of today's episode will be what's on our mind feedback from last podcast all the usual sections and of course a bit of what we have been playing lately mm-hmm. we'll uh, catch up on the riser yeah and we will have some other random topics which topic do you want to talk about today you had a really good list i yeah. lost it though wait hold on where did it go oh yeah you had wait what was that you had one that was really weird <laughs> yeah, yeah gen- the- gen- genetically modified salmon Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I made notes. Currently that is in the section currently on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will be talking about the food and salmon a, specifically. Yeah, and also lab-made meat from cells and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that one because that's <laughs> going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the the funnest section of the episode. But oh, except for maybe this card, depending on how <laughs> how interesting he is. Sorry, no. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it, I... You can't say that about a guest. Oh no! Oh, sorry. I he'll understand. <laughs> you will it's understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are going to start with feedback from last week's podcast episode. Yes. I'm going to read out loud a few comments because the last time I did that, people enjoyed it. People nice. were coming up to me, coming up to me. <laughs> Just walking up to you on the street. <laughs> Sliding into my DMs, saying <laughs> saying that they enjoyed that I read their comments. Good. Okay, we got, we got one comment from Neil M. And he says, I'd love to hear you both discuss the current state of the gaming industry. I saw that one and yeah. I was like, that's, that's heavy. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, which part of it? <laughs> so yeah. many parts of it. And then he said, ship shortage, high prices on AAA games, AAA maybe. AAA. AAA games. Microtransactions, a latest E3 convention, woke themes in some new games. Did you see that one? Woke. Like woke. Yeah, yeah, like super intelligent in the times we are now. Woke. Yeah. Woke crowd. Yes. And my personal feelings that esports and competitive gaming are ruining casual games. Do you have anything to say on the AAA games prices? Well, I mean, it's one of the reasons I didn't buy Ryza. So I feel like, you know, there's something to be said about that, but maybe not right now. Because it was like five or six hundred cronies. Six hundred. Yeah, which is then 60 US dollars. Yep. Terrible. It is a bit much, Mm -hmm. I guess. And I don't know what to say about it. I get review codes. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) No, I I do also buy games. And sometimes when I'm too excited and I don't get the review code, I buy the games. But it hurts in my soul. you're too excited. (laughs) Yeah. when you're just too excited you can't wait for the review code it's almost what i did with riser though after you said you asked um whatever his name was yeah uh, for um, a review code i accidentally hit my microphone i don't know if i'm louder now or not <laughs> i i accidentally hit the underside of the hyperx and it slide slided around <laughs> i'm so, putting it back to the third dot i think i'm the same volume now i don't know okay anyway. how about a ship shortage what is ship shortage? It is the sort of, if I get this correctly, it's a graphic card and components within, let's say, a PlayStation 5. The reason like why... Like a chip. Yeah. Like I a guess. chip shortage. Not a ship. Not like a ship, like a floating boat. <laughs> <laughs> but like a chip. Shortage of the Titanic ships. Yeah, like a chip, like a computer chip. Yeah. <laughs> or okay. a potato ship. Yeah, if you're American. Yeah. 
But well, I, I think that sucks. It's the first time in my life that I haven't been able to buy a consoler that I want. Oh, yeah. Is, is that why? I yeah. didn't know that was yeah. a thing. Also, like, Corona is getting a few blames. A few blames. <laughs> a few. Uh, yeah, basically, we haven't been able to get a hold of a PlayStation 5 for, like, two years now. And that is ridiculous and embarrassing for mm-hmm. them. Yep. <laughs> no, for me. <laughs> Also. Just because it's just because they're not Microsoft, you know. Did you hear that Microsoft bought Blizzard? By the way, that's today's big news. That's insane. Wait, what? Yeah, Microsoft. You know. You no, know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they bought Activision Activision Blizzard today for six point sixty eight point seven billion dollars. Oh, didn't they buy Bethesda too? I think so. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. They buy everything. <laughs> it's gonna buy all the gaming. Wow, people. they are yep. going to rule the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Blizzard, though, it's probably, you know, to fix their reputation after the whole sexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the sexual thing? Like the uh, harassment lawsuit against Blizzard from like uh, past employees and current employees like that they have. There's a lot of sexual uh, discrimination and harassment within mm-hmm. Blizzard. It's like a mm-hmm. huge thing. They were and for people canceled. that don't know, Blizzard is are the people behind World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo. What Hearthstone. else? Hearthstone, yeah. <laughs> those people the world of warcraft people yep so now and they said like in their one of the interviews they said we're kind of going off on a tangent here again but they said microsoft said in one of their um thingies that they're aiming to get as many blizzard games as possible onto game pass obviously which is their thing Mm. and i'm kind of like does that mean that wow will become free (laughs) if they put wow on game pass is it finally (laughs) do you know how many it's been like 15 years so finally going to become free wow Wow, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> literally, whoa, wow, wow, yeah. Well, okay. anyway, the comments were there any more? Uh, microtransactions, I don't do them except for some uh, costumes in JRPGs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> terrible. Why don't you not buy something more useful? <laughs> but cute sometimes. If I'm super hooked on a game and it's like two dollars, I'm like, okay, I can support the game a bit. Cute outfit, but mm-hmm. DLC is like big content that uh, you know, I'm not mad at it, but I'm not, not mad at it, not, not. <laughs> I'm not mad at it, mate. <laughs> if it, it, it feels like a, a big expansion and the price is right, and if it doesn't feel like it is cut content from the main game sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Expansions are a thing, you know? Look at Skyrim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about woke themes in new games. It's in the comment. Woke uh, themes. Pass. Pass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And esports Maybe. and competitive gaming are ruining casual games. I don't do that i mean maybe somebody could come with some woke examples though from the woke crowd maybe they know what this yeah <laughs> calling all woke people <laughs> come join the discord and tell us in the disky disk podcast thread thing on the discord server up yes good and then another comment benjamin is early he says disky disk is a disky disk no way he says, disk it is name 100, like a, the emoji that says 100. Uh, yep. Does Isha know the story of the naming disk disk? Yes, I do. Yes, it's do. the hard drive the extra disk of Tiny Hats. Yep. PC. But I did it because you keep naming things like, the, you had a period anyway, where you named everything blah blah Y and then the word again, like disky disk. Yeah. So that's why I named my disk disky disk. Wait, did I? Yeah. What? Oh you yeah, like a book, a book. Yeah, bookie book. <laughs> yeah. So my disc my disc. script books from uh, YouTube. When I YouTube, I have the script book. You can mm-hmm. see it in several of my videos. I call it bookie book. The bookie book, yes. And such. And King Dingaling <laughs> says, "You girls have great chemistry." Peace sign from USA. Can you read that name again? <laughs> King Dingaling. Sweet. That's a good name. That is a weird name. That is a weird name. Also, Brad Ohio says, nice podcast. Thanks for sharing. And K-Mac Time says, new listener. Thanks for the... And then my screenshot didn't include the rest. <laughs> Thanks for something. We've done something right. I always more to listen to at work. I think he means it's fun to have you. <laughs> Very good. I think you really you really did that spectacularly. Do you want to do it again? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, but you know, when you take screenshot on your phone and sometimes you hit the down button so that volume goes down and then you hit, I mean, 
and then you take a screenshot and then you screenshot the volume down thing oh right yeah yeah i actually know what you mean now (laughs) it's a terrible screenshot i I do that all the time actually oh no okay yeah that was feedback from last week's (laughs) we loved it thank you so much for the feedback maybe we will read your comment next time you can comment on youtube under the episode video on youtube and in disc disc and you can leave a review on apples and you you know how to find them now those reviews (laughs) maybe if you look maybe maybe we should figure that out what if everybody's over there just telling us nice things so we can't see it anyway we will find that out and you can also rate this on spotify yep okay we are going now to get a guest on the channel and go get him we will go get him first okay (laughs) transaction transition transaction (laughs) microtransaction okay Okay, transition Yeah. <laughs> I love Tran- that woman. Tanya, you start. Hello. Why, why don't you start, Disky Disky Cart? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, welcome to Disky Disc. Yeah, exactly. Great name. You just, have to, you just have to say it even faster because you do that in your videos. You're like, hey, we'll go to Disco. Hey, we'll go to Disco. It's like people are like, what did he say? Exactly. That's going to be great. You are our first guest on this podcast. How does it feel? I feel pretty honored. You know, also slightly nervous, but, oh, don't uh, be. but mostly at least 80% honored. And we're like at 20% nervous, you know? Eighty <laughs> percent—that that's pretty good. I'll take okay. it. Do you want to introduce yourself, name, and location? Uh, ASL. ASL. Yeah. Age. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Skyler, and I have a, a YouTube channel called Discart, where we talk about displaying games and game rooms and game collections and just game stuffs in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm in uh, Virginia. I like long walks on the beach, um, and that's probably about it. Oh yeah, good. Wait, why did I think you were Canadian? <laughs> I might as well be Canadian, you know. You're really not Canadian? No, not Canadian. Have I just imagined that? <laughs> Do I come off as a Canadian? I, maybe. Maybe you're just nicer than the average American, so you seem Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe. That could be it. Yeah, that could be it. I understand okay, so that. How do we know about your YouTube channel? I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I found you on YouTube back in the day. It wasn't I? me. Oh. It, it wasn't you. Okay. No. That is a very good question. I think it was I, me. You know I, what? I feel like I found you. you know? <laughs> we found like, each other. I, I don't remember. You know what it was? I guarantee you I saw you first because the first time I saw your channel was when you did this, uh, you did like an imitation of Metal Jesus. Oh, <laughs> no. And it was it was the most beautiful thing in the entire world. I was like, it this is. is hilarious. I love Metal Jesus. I love everything. And then I had never seen anyone go up and beyond and do something <laughs> like that. And it was hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. But after oh. that, I think I, I, I don't know. I commented on some of your videos and stuff because you're, you're into some very interesting niche games. Mm-hmm. And I also am into some of those niche video games um so that kind of clicked with me definitely and then i asked you to collab with me and then we did that is absolutely yeah a couple of years ago and you even have my t-shirt i do absolutely (laughs) thank you wait i actually have discards t-shirts so we're like nobody has my my t-shirt you don't have a t-shirt you you make a t-shirt i'll get your t-shirt okay great (laughs) we can all wear each other's (laughs) t-shirts Oh my god, that would be excellent. Tanya has a few questions written down for you. I Wait, mean, she had a whole list. What was the collab though? You just kind of grazed over that. The collab <laughs> that you did. We did a collab called. Uh, what was it called? Uh, I think it was about. It was about displaying, displaying stuff. Yeah. yeah. How to display this? <laughs> Discard. How to display on disk disk on Discord. <laughs> There's so many disses. Uh, yeah, we displayed games and stuff, and we showed yeah, that off. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm yeah, always down for that. Always down. Well, it's sort of like your entire channel. Thing, it is. Right? It, yep. That's that's very much like the whole idea. I mean, I started kind of shooting things at the wall randomly when I first started YouTube, 
And that's something that I really enjoyed doing and it stuck with people. So I just kept kind of going with it. Do you never feel that like you run out of kind of content or is it like just an endless stream of displays? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it like, so I kind of have to like compartmentalize things. So now I have uh, game room tours, which is, is kind of an offshoot of displaying stuff where people send in pictures of their game rooms and stuff. And I look through those for more ideas. Uh, yeah, because some of them are insane. Some of yeah, some of them have. are crazy, you know, like these very expensive, laid out, amazing collections that are beautiful. And then sometimes I take in like smaller collections that are a little bit more like small, but they have interesting ideas that somebody could use in their, you know, extravagant collection. Um, extravagant. And it helps, it helps me as well, because I find ideas in those collections as I'm, you know, shooting those videos. And that mm -hmm. leads to more videos on individual ideas or more general ideas. Nice. So it just ro keeps on rolling. It keeps on rolling. Yeah. There's, there's endless amounts of content. It definitely doesn't, it's not like, you know, going to be a, a massive uh, YouTube channel overall because it is a niche like audience, but uh, uh, it's something I enjoy doing and it just keep it keeps growing. Yeah. You should definitely do the content that you enjoy making. It is yeah. what I'm trying to do. Trying <laughs> what I'm doing. You definitely do. You absolutely do. I mean, when Rune Factory 5 comes out, I'm I'm going over there, you know? I'm yeah, me check. too. I'm also going over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't wait. I'll, I'll be going over there. I'll be staying. I've been here. waiting for Rune Factory, a, like a 3D Rune Factory for some time now. Oh, yeah, me too. Me I too played, so uh, much. What was it called? Uh, Tides of Destiny, I think is what it was called here. Yep, and Oceans in Europe. Oceans. And that game got both me and my wife completely hooked. Oh, like, I we love were it just so much. Addicted. The music is so good. Oh, it was. And like the sound effects and all of that is so nostalgic to me. I just and, want, I want that. Yeah, that Rune Factory game has no loading screens. You can enter a house and go out again in the split second. It's That's so crazy. satisfying. It's so satisfying. Such a good game. And also Tiny Ads can't contain her excitement for Rune Factory 5. <laughs> Absolutely. I've never played. I don't even know what Rune Factory is. I'm just kind of like just You're enjoying listening it. to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i mean and then like you, you know like at the end of that game you're like figuring out who you're gonna marry and stuff mm -hmm. and <laughs> what? You know, it's, it's oh come fantastic. on tiny Ats, you love marrying i do you love do marrying. but you do Skyrim, that in right? stardew valley like yeah yeah you can and in stardew valley which i'm yeah. currently playing <laughs> so i have a question for you discard are you ready i'm ready Okay, who are your favorite YouTubers? Which YouTubers do you watch and want to give a shout out to? Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. good question. That's a really tough one. Yeah. I also compartmentalize YouTube in a way because there's people that I've watched for years mm -hmm. that, you know, I love, um, you know, like John Riggs and Metal Jesus oh, and yeah. uh, Gaming Historian. Me and, too. Uh, you know, like these core like building blocks of like the gaming community for me at least like it's like retro meets modern in a lot of cases with these guys and uh so those i mean apart from them and easy allies is another one that that really inspired me that's a, a group of reviewers they used to be game trailers back in the day mm -hmm. um they're very good um, so those are like the core building blocks. But when it comes to like what I'm watching, what I'm work like, because those are such a constant in my life, I don't know if they're as exciting as other <laughs> channels that are coming out. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of hard to say uh, which one of those. If I was going to give a shout out to somebody, I would say Russ Lyman. Um, if, if, oh, yeah, if, definitely. If you've ever heard of this guy, he's just been doing like such amazing high quality videos, like since he's been on YouTube for years. And uh, I just really want his channel to grow. I've collabed with him. He's, You've he's, collabed with everybody. He's, he's one of those nice people too. He's such a nice person. You're like, oh, I know, right? This, you know, he's so good. So if I was to give a shout out to anybody, it would be Russ Lyman. Oh yeah, definitely. And we will link this YouTube channel in the Discord. Yeah, I've got I my almost, little list I here. Said disky disk, but disky disk, <laughs> disk on the Discord. Yeah, yeah Discord. Such a good name. And the such guest is name. Discord. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really uh, gaming went the entire way. Gaming historian. I met him. I have proof of that. We took a selfie. I was a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello. That was like Wasn't in 2016, that... I think. 17. What, was that, was that a convention? convention? Yeah, convention in Norway. The retro oh, he went to gaming. Norway. That's awesome. Yep, he did. And I also met uh, Game Chasers and the Completionist and oh, some other guys. I don't remember. 
Well, the, the guy, was that the guy who uh, sung the, sings the Mario theme? What am I saying? Voices Mario? No, that was another guy. That was uh, the voice of Mario, Charles Martinet. He was also at that place. Isn't he dead? No. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. No, no. He's, <laughs> sorry. He's living his best life. I saw uh, Charles Martinet at uh, Too Many Games convention this last year, and he was looking pretty good. Mm, I that think guy... you're, you're probably thinking about some of someone else. Well, there are plenty of dead people in the world. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could be any one of those dead people, really. You're so dark. <laughs> yeah, it could be anyone. You're so I dark. met a uh, gaming historian this this last year, too, at Retro World Expo. Um, I finally got to talk to him in person, got a shirt. You got to get the shirt. <laughs> I, I didn't get a selfie because I'm too afraid. I, you know, I'm too afraid to get selfies with people like that. Uh, same thing oh, really? with Metal Jesus. I just, I, it just feels weird. I don't they know. They love it. I, I'm, I'm sure they do, you know, but I'm just like, I, I just want to talk to them. You know, I want to like hear about like their experience and, and just like hear, you know, a few things they have to say about like how they work and how things go. Like when I talked to Metal Jesus at that same convention, like I just asked him questions about his workflow and, and like if he still edits his videos and stuff like that. No selfies. No selfies. <laughs> I got them sign my backpack. Metal though. Jesus Rock, I would so have a selfie with me and Metal Jesus Rocks. <laughs> just one selfie? I think that would be several <laughs> selfies. <laughs> a whole photo shoot with like 100 pictures. <laughs> photo shoot. Excellent. But yeah, so you edit your own videos, right? I assume very much. I, I was about to say, can we have a trans transition? A trans oh, you want a transition? Transaction? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You want to start with that? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. There's a door in this room somewhere. I got to find that. <laughs> you can't find it. Nobody knows how to use Zoom. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so what we said off, off camera is that, like, I happen to know that you had a little emo period of your life, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Which is something that we <laughs> very much um, <laughs> identify. <laughs> I, I don't know if, like, you know, like, I would call it, uh, like, an emo period. Uh, it definitely is in retrospect, but at the time, like emo was like a very much in its, it's like, it was so young at the time. Uh, and you're not that old. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm like, let's see, what, what year was I like first getting into high school? I can't even tell you. I'm 34 now. Yeah. You're born in 1987, right? Yes. This, this was part of my research. <laughs> so w when, when like, I was getting into stuff like I was just listening to the music most most of all. And then I remember when I was leaving high school, like it had completely changed. There was like the this group of people called scene people. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was like, me. Th that yeah. was like the, the evolution <laughs> of emo, I think, uh, at that time. So that's kind of like where I got into it. The emolution. <laughs> the emolution. Yes. Do you have pictures as proof that you yeah, are exactly. emo? <laughs> that was the next question. Yes. You did I you I did do. have the hair, right? I had the hair. Um, you know, <laughs> I had like clothes that I got from thrift stores and, you know, like lots of black shirts and stuff. You know, did you have stripes? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. See, that was like that hair was towards... extensions. <laughs> no extensions. No, just long like hair in my face. Pretty much one of my eyes was covered. Did you do the makeup? No, negative. No, no. Okay. No. Just lots of like, uh, I don't know if I was thinking like bright eyes. You know, oh, yeah. a lot of music like that. I love uh, Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes, Elliot Smith. Um, that was like, man, that was a good time. Did you listen time. to Sonata, Artica, and Nirvana? We did. Nirvana? Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> the other one. But the other one's Finnish, so maybe it's a bit niche. It's niche. Niche. Could be cool, though. It is. Okay. Cool. So the most <laughs> important question Did you have a MySpace page? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and did what you have the... a vampirefreaks.com page? Uh, no. Okay. no. No. Wait, you what's the queens? what's do you remember your MySpace URL? Can we find it? No, I've page? actually I've actually tried to find it. Oh, um, damn it. I think maybe I like tried to to delete it at some point when I was young and I wish I hadn't. But like <laughs> yeah. you'd think that like I could get it. I looked on the like the time machine thing. Yeah, you can use the Wayback Machine to find it. I was trying shit. to find it and mm -hmm. I, I was unable to. I'm like, I, there's probably so many gems on there from yep. that time. 
I've seen some of my profiles and uh, it shows profiles on there. And it's <laughs> back then, like MySpace, we were like, there's no way like anything is better than MySpace ever. <laughs> Jesus. And Facebook came along and then Facebook was cool. And then here we are now on Zoom. Yep, we're on Zoom. Yeah, but like Vampire Freaks and MySpace, they were some of my earliest memories of the social media. This is prehistoric uh, internet times. We are talking yes, 2004 and five that me and Tiny has discovered Vampire Freaks, which was um, which is a site that now is taken down because bankruptcy or something. But it was the first social media. We had accounts with profile pictures and galleries with pictures. There was like a blog. And there was, uh, you can, you could have a profile text and likes and dislikes and music taste, and you could rate people with <laughs> one to 10. And the entire site was built up to be like, who gets the most rates, who is hitting the top rated lists. And we were often on those lists. We were Ooh. just so famous. <laughs> we were super famous. Emo this is a terrible famous. story. That, that sounds very social media too. That's like, like the core of it right there. Yeah, but I feel was- like we were the, the original <laughs> so, social media. I mean, yeah, we can just trace all social, social media social. back to you guys. <laughs> right. This was so long before Instagram and how we know social media today. Do you remember like a transition between that and Facebook or like when Facebook was starting to come up? I remember when Facebook was invite only. And before that, mm-hmm. it was a high school website. Yeah. And when it was invite only, I think I joined around that time or straight after it was oh, wow. open to the public. Yeah, I was really early on Facebook. So it was time. It was house. when we were in. It was when we were in high school. Was not. Oh, I yeah, remember yeah, right. sitting in the classroom. Everybody had Facebook up, and it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was so fantastic. Do you still p- participate in Facebook on the regular, or is it no. like a no? Yeah. I just I don't them. I, I barely touch the thing. I, maybe once every four years, I swear. I go. I feel in like there. it's it's become like a thing for like older people, like the boomer generation or the people who use Facebook now. Yeah, they rant a lot on Facebook. Yeah, at least in Norway, I feel like that's. But, the... but like I, I use Facebook in work related things to contact people that work in schools. I mean, regarding my work and also to look up people and see their face and name next to each other. Yeah. If you get get what I'm saying. Yeah, more more like a collection of faces. It's the uh, unofficial database of people. It is. It really is. I mean, it's like everyone has a Facebook, and then mm-hmm. even if people are like not using it, you know, they're yep. still there. You can contact them somehow through there. Yeah, basically. We do have some other questions for you, and they are also gaming related. Oh, of course. I play we... video games. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Do you? Sometimes. Sometimes. Occasionally. I want to know what is your favorite game? Oh, ever? Oh, Breath I, I of the Wild. I think so, easy. ever. Yes. It's too easy. Zelda Breath uh, of the Wild. Used to be o- Ocarina of Time or Ocarina of Time. Same. And um, I think uh, Breath of the Wild was the first time since playing that game that I had felt that same thing. I, oh, d- yeah. I, I felt like it was like just this, this awe-inspiring open world where most of the things that I was doing felt like they were they were worth doing. And it was just, it was awesome to experiment. And I've even replayed it. I think it's still, you know, it's like, like once I forget about the things that have happened in that game, I go back and I play it again and it's just as good. Have you ever considered that the two of you might be the same person? It's possible. (laughs) You know, magical game, such a magical (laughs) game. It is very, very good. I'm, I'm like, you know, my most anticipated game is of course the sequel. Oh, me too. Very excited about that. When a game comes out that I'm really excited about, I kind of try to downplay it to myself. Uh, and it, I'm that's like the most downplayed game in my mind ever. I can't imagine that game being better than Breath of the Wild. I try to like, you know, keep myself reined in so I'm not let down. That's what I have with Elder Scrolls games. <laughs> when Morrowind was new, I was like, and Oblivion was announced, I was like, oh no, it's never going to be Morrowind. It's the best game ever. Then Oblivion came out and I really loved that. And then when they announced Skyrim, I was like, oh, it's never going to be Oblivion. And then, you know, here we are. I love Skyrim. <laughs> yes, it's, it's exactly like that. And then you're never like really let down by anything, you know, if there is something bad that happens. But more than likely, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be outstanding. I mean, I imagine how soul crushing it's going to be if they do make a sequel to a game you really love and you've loved the entire series. And then it's like actually terrible. Like you just I don't think that's going to happen. I think, I think it's highly possible that Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and there's like, you know, negative social media stuff on it. 
uh, like people saying, oh, the breath, the original Breath of the Wild did this better and this thing better. And there's that just a will lot. happen, though, because it it's going to get compared right happen. right yep. away. And uh, but I think the game's going to be great. I think so, too. Now, I have another question, and that is a personal thing that I'm wondering. How long does it take to edit a video on your channel? Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I um, think that's interesting because I work as a video editor. And yeah, it's, I, that is something that I wonder about other people too. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, I never went to school for any of this stuff, and me I'm neither. I never went to school. You're very good at it for not going to school. Uh, <clears throat> I I think it takes me at least a few hours, uh, four to six hours, I think, something in there. Okay, cool. Uh, which I feel like longer than it probably should be for what I'm making. Yeah, how much do you make? <laughs> how, what, like how many videos? How, how much money I think she's saving. Oh, how much money? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. <clears throat> um, yes. I, I make like $200 every two weeks. I didn't think you'd answer or, that. Every, job. Or every, good. not every, not every two weeks, not every, like every two months. I'm sorry. Like that. Oh, that, it's way more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah. It's not that much. I mean, uh, overall, it, the income compared to like the purchases is not, uh, you know, it's not True. balancing yeah. out. Same. But uh, it's still fun. So I treat it as a hobby, but I also kind of try to look at it like it's a business. So, it, you know, I'm always keeping that stuff in mind. That's why things like Game Room Tours was uh, like a really beneficial thing because it's people sending in photos. I don't have to buy anything yeah. <laughs> uh, and they do really well, <laughs> you know, so. It's it's one of those things. I wanted to say about your is that your newest video? I think it was like a game room tour video. The person who had the Pokemon cards on the wall. Oh yeah, that was really really impressive, it, and I'm so jealous. It is. <clears throat> I actually like after that video, I purchased one of those those wall units that he has uh, just mm. so I could test it out, and then maybe I could review it on the channel. And it they are terrible. They're the worst thing in the entire world, but they look great. They look fantastic. <laughs> they are the worst quality things ever, but. They well, are, they look great. About what matters, I guess. That's right. I think you're doing great on YouTube, and it can only go up from here. And I want all of our listeners to check out the disc cart. Here we go again. We'll of course be in the Discord <laughs> and in the description and everywhere. All the things. I, th- I think mostly, like, I just like owning my my niche mm-hmm. and being that guy. You know, whenever somebody's like, oh, how do I display this? Or when they Google it or whenever they type it into YouTube, you know, my video pops up first. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy that they come to. Um, and that allows me to like meet other people and like learn more about the industry. And, uh, you know, uh, talking to the guys of my life in gaming at, at the convention was was amazing. And they're just like really nice people and, uh, you know, have lots of insight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, owning your own niche, I think is just such a, it's so good. It is so good. Yeah, I definitely feel like you are the king of displaying games. And the thing is, all gamers can relate. We end up with a collection. And I know people that just stuff their games in boxes. They don't display what? anything. Yeah, neighbor Stefan. <laughs> <Neighbor's, laughs> oh, neighbor Stefan. Yeah, drop. he has like boxes, like the cardboard, you know, the bad boxes. He just puts all his games down there. And it's like, why don't you display them? Yeah, at least a few, you know, at least get some of the, the cool stuff out of there and, and see it, get some other use out of it. I mean, goal number one is play video games. Like, yeah, absolutely. And no matter how you can have to do it, whether it's digital, physical, whatever, play video games. And number two is if you have physical games, you might as well have a few of them out, display them, get, you know, if you have figures or something, or you have, you know, some cool add-on that was in a special edition it might as well be out on a shelf so you can get some use out of it otherwise you could give it to somebody who would use it for that you know yeah there's, you so, have... there's so many creative ways to display games with shelves and lighting and are you know the the different colored lights you can yep. put lights under and over so many different things you can do with displaying games but it's you a, have those uh, like doll things or like not dolls like those figures dolls <laughs> <laughs> In your uh, in the background of your video, but why are they in boxes? Like I'm wondering this. Is there a reason for this? I'm guessing there is. Oh, in in my videos? Yeah, <clears throat> in the background of your videos, you have like those figurines, but they're still oh, the, in, like, uh, the... like amiibo. I guess it might be <laughs> you <amiibo>. say so. <clears throat> so those boxes, like I've opened the back of them, and uh, 
I have it so I can slip the amiibo in and out if I want to. I have them in boxes. I have no idea why, but they, I mean, they attach the wall really easy that way. And I think that's what was my initial intention was like, oh, I can uh, put them on the wall and we're all set. I thought that was uh, but, like a much better reason than that. <laughs> but, I mean, reason. like boxes are also have their own art on them and the box itself for Amiibo is pretty cool. It okay. has its own like background plate and, and there's a lot of stuff to be lost if you get rid of the box. But the Amiibo itself is, is the most important for sure. There's, <laughs> That's there, so nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many, there's so many ways to display Amiibo too. It's insane. It's like a, a, the Amiibo people are, are wild. <laughs> amiibo people. I'm not an amiibo people. So <laughs> I, I definitely would never ever commit to to collecting all of anything either. Like there's there's these amiibo people who are like after every <laughs> single last one of them. Yeah, and I think there know. are several hundreds at this point, aren't there? Yeah. And they're expensive, you know, some of them are rare and all this stuff and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm just going to get yep. the ones that I like looking at or I want to use. Oh yeah, because some of them has actual functionality within games. And I'll just have a pile of loot on the ground in Breath of the Wild, you yep. know? Yep, <laughs> that's the one. We still have our guest with us today, Disky Cart Skyler. And... Uh, did you hear about the today's events in the gaming world? I mean, I just heard. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Microsoft just made the biggest purchase, I think, in video game history. Oh, is it I, really? I didn't I'm know I'm pretty that. sure. I, I don't think that there's ever been a bigger purchase than that. That's what, what was it? $68 billion? $68 billion, yeah. That's it's sick. an unimaginable amount of money. It's just I, like, holy uh, moly. I, that's insane. That's so much money. Uh, and the, But they're also getting stuff that just keeps on growing forever. Um, and just huge IPs, just huge. Oh, definitely. Um, so the, how do you see the future for them? Uh, for Microsoft? Yep. Um, it's it's kind of hard to tell, but w- the way I've seen like the, the different console makers, you have Nintendo kind of playing their own world with handhelds and, and some family stuff mixed with some other stuff. You know, Nintendo's doing its own thing. Then you got Sony making exclusives, a lot of, you know, kind of similar exclusives for the most part, but like some real good games that are like nine out of tens that are doing really well. And then you have Microsoft uh, that has maybe less exclusives, but has a lot more accessibility. Definitely. Game uh, and I think that's their angle. I think that's all they want to do is be accessible uh, to as many human beings as possible. But I think mm-hmm. somebody on the Discord said that like the the fear, <laughs> squiggly fingers, with um, uh, Microsoft buying uh, Activision Blizzard is that like they have Call of Duty now, and will that maybe make Call of Duty a, like Microsoft exclusive, or will it like what's going to happen? That is the question. That I mean, I I don't think so. I know a lot of people think that it, that's possible, but I just think in in the modern era, when it comes to multiplayer video games, most of like the big ones are available on all the platforms and mm-hmm. are even maybe they're free to play. So yeah. something like Warzone definitely should always stay, you know, open to everyone. Um, I've heard, I, you know, some people were talking in discord today about maybe they take the individual call of duties that come out that, you know, are only viable for maybe a year mm. and they make those exclusive or they make the single player experience of those exclusive and the multiplayer available to everyone. But I, I don't know. I just see Microsoft as making things accessible. And yeah, I, sure I think their care. money was depreciating and they were they were like, hey, why don't we buy these companies with our money and then it'll grow some more. And we can also give some benefits to Xbox users, maybe two weeks early for Call of Duty when it comes mm-hmm. out. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a like a PC gamer, so I feel like Blizzard's huge. It's like the biggest thing in my life. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, like th- this is like an insane purchase. I just don't get it. A World of Warcraft. I mean, yeah. holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> if, what if they put that on consoles? That'd be so good. That's <laughs> insane. I mean, it's it, it's such a huge purchase. Overwatch was was huge at one point yep. in time. Um, yeah, and then th- these companies were in such trouble with, uh, you know, with the, the lawsuits that are happening. Yeah. So they, I mean, those companies just, you know, got more value by being owned by a different company. To have yeah. that amount of change is already good for them. Uh, and they're getting rid of... Uh, you know, what was it? Bobby Kotick? Yep. <laughs> Bye, um, Bobby. So he's later. out of here and that's great for investors. That's great for those companies. 
mm-hmm. you know i just i feel think- like it was it was definitely like rep related squiggly fingers that like for blizzard anyway because yeah. they've been like it's been a shit time for them so Absolutely. to be bought by such a huge company that's such a good rep i feel like they can only go up from and here. good for those developers like a lot of those developers are in there just getting you know beat up by all this stuff that's been yeah. happening and you know maybe this will give them a second chance at it yeah what other ips do they own i mean which other ips are affected with this you mentioned oh, Call of Duty. Are there Call any Call of Duty? Yeah, uh, well, Crash Bandicoot. I can see the list on Battle Night. Crash Bandicoot 4? What? Really? Yep. So they, <laughs> yeah, they have Crash Bandicoot now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Diablo, uh, obviously, Hawk. Heroes of Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft, Warcraft 3, like the, the Blizzard games. Yeah. Squiggly Fingers, like all of those. But other than that, I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's a weird list. I looked through the list this morning, and I was trying to look for single-player stuff. And, mm. like, the only thing I could find would be, like, I mean... You know, I guess there's single player in Call of Duty, but I don't really count that. Wait, I'm going to Google Tony it. Hawk, yeah. You know, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Sekiro, mm-hmm. actually. Oh, oh that's right. Spyro. All oh, really? the Call of, the Call yeah, of Duties. So they have Skylanders. King, yeah, King's, <laughs> King's Quest. Uh, Tony Hawk. Yeah, King's Quest. Skylanders. And a bunch of Call of Duty. Oh my God, there's so many games. Yeah. <laughs> so many games. I, I kind of see it like, if I was them, I would keep everything kind of the way it is. Let it kind of just be the machine and make money. Marvel um, Ultimate Alliance, actually. That's actually a big one. That is a big mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a money machine. So. But yeah, I it's going to be interesting. I, I, I hope that they what they do is is they just let it go. Don't make these things exclusive. Just make those like nice benefits for Xbox users because that's, you know, PlayStation used to have exclusivity to like the first two weeks when a Call of Duty game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Xbox can do that and uh, maybe some other benefits along there, but then also like motivate these developers to, to make some cool exclusives for Microsoft on top of it. Hmm. Um, they also said that they want to put as many Blizzard games as possible on Game Pass. I mentioned this in the intro and I'm kind of like, is this the, like, is this the moment they're going to make WoW free? Because if they put it on Game Pass, it's always oh out of subscription. Gosh. So if they put it on Game Pass, it has to be free. And that would be very interesting. That I mean, still, it was- Game Pass is on PC too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's, I mean, WoW would still be a huge cash cow, but, you know, that would be very interesting if the subscription's gone. That'd be historical. <laughs> That'd be awesome. A I, lot I, of people yeah. will go back. Definitely. I think included. so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited for, for that. I know a lot of, you know, people in my community that collect video games, they see, you know, Game Pass as like the end of everything. Oh, uh, I love Game Pass. <laughs> and I, I just think it's it's really good because it, it gives people access to games. Like there's times in my life where I didn't have any money, but maybe, you know, I would have had 10 bucks a month or something in a, you know, a way to get to a computer. Absolutely. I mean, students and stuff, teenagers. And they're playing like the same games everyone else is. And uh, I think it's, it's awesome. It's really, really good. Definitely good. The the long-term of it is scary. I mean, the long-term of uh, like, if, if it is the Netflix model, which I think it is, then the prices yeah. go up. Uh, you know, as soon as they feel like they've got everyone in there, then they they have no reason not to raise the prices up and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, encapsulate people that way. But for yeah. now, it's really good. You can discover so many things. At least that's what I'm doing, like, uh, on my Series X. Like, I, if I don't know what I want to play kind of thing, I just go on Game Pass and I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. So I don't have to, like, commit. I don't have to research, be like, do I want to play this game or not kind of thing. I can just be like, oh, that looks fun. Mm-hmm. And then it is or it isn't. <laughs> Is it worth it to put money into this game sort of thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of cool indies and stuff in there. You know, there's there's all yep. every type of game imaginable. Uh, but it, it's exciting. I'm I'm just I'm like I'm just blown away by that news this morning. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe that some of the I mean, literally the biggest franchises in gaming just got bought overnight. I didn't think it was true at first. I was like, eh, sure. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. Well, I mean, what's next? You know, who's yeah. buying what? You know, is is you know, Sony going to go out and buy something crazy or is uh, Tencent going to get involved, you know? I mean, what's left to buy? <laughs> just EA, I guess. Just they EA. bought all the things. I think just e- EA. Just EA, that's it. Oh, no. oh, that's the big one. Fucking that's well. the one. Nobody wants EA. <laughs> Nobody wants that. That's, that's too far gone, I guess. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's, it's one of the... I mean, I, I was listening to somebody today. They were talking about, like, what if Disney bought you know uh, epic games or something what like something crazy like that i'm like what mm. I, I don't know what disney does with video games for first of all 
<laughs> they made Tarzan. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, the Her- the Hercules game that was yeah. super good. Mm-hmm. Childhood yeah. Disney games they were good. And I think um, Disney mostly just licenses their stuff. I mean, they have a pretty good relationship with Epic Games though already, so it's not too Ooh. crazy. Nice. Well, maybe they'll get in bed together, so to speak. <laughs> what? What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that was that was it. The end. <laughs> Can we? Can I ask about the lamp first? Can we round off the, the okay start uh, disky discard segment on disky disc with the lamp? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna link you a picture, Skylar, on oh, no. Discord, or I'm gonna send you a picture. I was okay. wondering this when I was doing my discard re- research. What's the deal with this lamp here? Oh no, this lamp. <laughs> and can you explain cool so that is. the listeners understand what you're asking? Yeah, I'll link the I'll link the picture to see the, or like post Just, the picture to the lamp in Discord. <laughs> Imagine the coolest lamp in the world. That's all you have to do if you're a listener. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is a pretty good lamp. Um, but then I went further back and then I discovered that there was a lamp before the lamp. Oh my God. There was a different this goes lamp. deep. It's just... Disky Disc does their research. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why? Like the lamp seems just so out of place. I was just wondering, like, what is this lamp and why was it a different lamp? Is there like a story with this golden lamp and the other one was just like a placeholder lamp? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> so I guess there's a lamp with a shade that has kind of a zigzag pattern uh, on the shade and the base is gray. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a simple and modern lamp, but the zigzag to me was a little bit too far. I, I okay. felt like that lamp was overstepping its boundaries <laughs> okay. and I didn't respect it. So that lamp is now in my basement. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and like it deserves. <laughs> like it deserves. It was, it was just a little too loud for that area. Um, and I had recently like updated my wife's office in, in our home and I had found this yellow kind of mustardy yellow lamp that looks like it's from like an old detective movie or something <laughs> i would say it's gold but yes sure yeah carry it. yeah and uh i just fell in love with the lamp that was a and- lot of information about the lamp <laughs> yeah, in your videos. <laughs> <laughs> this lamp is like it's a it's a relic now it's it, gonna be it's very important and if you want to see the lamp you have to dis- describe <laughs> You have to dis- describe the Disky Disc Discord. God, I don't even know where we are anymore. <laughs> I said that last podcast too. You have to subscribe to Disc Cart on YouTube to see the lamp that they are talking about. Yes. That's true. It it's is very special. That. Yeah. yeah. And hit, hit the bell also. <laughs> thank you. Hit, hit the notification bell. Bling, bling. <laughs> okay. Now, thank you so much for being our first guest. Thank you for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. I was I was so excited when I was notified that I could possibly be on the podcast. Yay! And the Yay. first one too. That's the very awesome. First. Nobody yes. can ever take that away from you. <laughs> Discard on disky disc while we're yep. describing lamps. Yep. It's Describe to us. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Oh no. Yep. Yes. Okay. Segway. Segway. Man blir helt svett och gäst på kanalen. Jag är sweaty. I'm also yep. sweaty. And that <laughs> speaking of sweatiness, you know, yep. we in, we installed our new uh, shower cabinet yesterday. Oh, yeah, it is true. Yeah, I'm gonna post a picture on the Discord. So yep. you you, you wrote new... in your in your notes you wrote that now you're scared of showers. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, so um, what? has happened in the past week i mean i have told that i was in the shower uh, some weeks ago <laughs> now and the glass fell out of the shower while i was showering i opened the door to the shower cabinet the glass fell broke into a thousand pieces and i was like oh no help yep. basically uh, and so we had to replace our shower cabinet and we did that yesterday but the thing is now apparently my mind is playing tricks on me and i'm scared of showers it's <laughs> not like it'll break again yeah i'm scared of like the glass in showers it's like oh my god but you know it's a conscious thing i know that glasses don't usually break and not 
they're they don't do it every time you shower i mean also you didn't get hurt right when the glass broke the first time no i didn't but i I was so surprised you know (laughs) shocked so now it's like oh no opening the shower door really slowly scared (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like this is this is probably one of those things like when you get a new phone like for the first couple of days you're like ah super careful with it and then Mm -hmm. like a week later you're like throwing it across the room yep That is so, true. So, so just wait in a few weeks you'll be slamming that shower door <laughs> i hope so i hope so we went for a posh grun shower not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> and they were like they were 10k did they pay the difference no no we got nothing oh, really? from insurance. yeah we, we uh... have to pay all of that from our own pocket which translates to uh 1200 i think maybe mm. mm-hmm. good but it had to be done and that is what uh, we have to do when we own a house you know you can't call yeah. the landlord because there are none <laughs> there, none. there is no there is no landlord <laughs> come help Take the shower no <laughs> so i have been traveling the past week i went to tromsø which is a neighboring city of harsta it's still in northern norway so you know it's a three hours uh, ship, ship, ship very good ship trip ship trip <laughs> There's trip. just so many things that are hard to say. <laughs> Ship trip. Discord. I know, right? Uh, so yeah, I was at a friend's place and I went to Tromsø to look for a wedding dress. No feedback on that one. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I had my, I accidentally had my microphone muted, but I was very excited. No. <laughs> Uh, end of the story is that I found a wed- wedding dress, but not in Tromsø. I found out that I actually like one in my city, and I'm going for that one. Can you post a picture of it, or is it like a state secret? I can post a picture of the one that I didn't choose. Oh, yeah, true. I will true. add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't choose it, it's not secret. True. But it was really I, pretty. I, yeah, I have seen the one that you are going to pick then, and it's also very... It's prettier, I would absolutely say. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. be a vision. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. When are so, you yeah. gonna get married? Do you know? Uh, married. Married. <laughs> when are you gonna get married? Um, <laughs> I think we're gonna get married in June, mate. <laughs> I, think, okay. I think it's a June wedding. Okay. I think so. But yeah, cool. the shower cabinet. I don't love it, but it's growing on me. I haven't t- taken a shower in it yet. I will after this because podcasting is a sweaty business. It is, but so especially sweaty. when you have boys on the podcast and it gets extra sweaty. <laughs> You're sweaty. <laughs> And I've also been in sweaty editing today, you know. Mm -hmm. I finished up a project that I created a documentary and some teaser trailers and commercial things. And I finished up that project today and I delivered everything on email to the client. And they are so happy and they are paying me double the fee. Yay. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Like you said in the last uh, video, video, podcast episode, there's no Mm -hmm. other people like like, yeah <laughs> that does these things you know video producing in northern norway so true they like it i'm very happy with that mm. what do you have currently on your mind because all wait, of those I, things were on my mind wait i wanted to go back because this i guess was on my mind when you were in the Tromsø, you met one of your discord members right yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes that was exciting that was a discord meetup with a member of the discord uh, alfred Jonny. yes is his name <laughs> no um but then you called me you were like do you want to see us i was in the shower and patrick was like Irena's calling you and i was like well just answer it and put it on speaker i was standing naked in the bathroom <laughs> and your shower didn't break it didn't yeah. but we do have a like we have shower curtain shower so it can't really break i suppose you could tear down the shower curtain anyway <laughs> so <laughs> there i was naked in the bathroom <laughs> and you were like do you want to come see us on the w- webcam yeah webcam. because we, we met at the restaurant yeah it was cute it was it, cute it, it was so fun it wasn't you should weird have him on it your... wasn't weird at all well he is from the north so you know yeah i know you should have him on your channel though i've said that for years <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe one day maybe one day do you have anything else on your mind that you want to I mean, say this week i mean i want We've talked about games so much this entire podcast, so now I feel like we can almost call ourselves the gaming podcast, but we have to talk about Ryza, right? 
oh yeah atelier riser oh uh, yes and my experience with it because it's last week i was i was very excited i was like i'm actually liking it she's growing on me it's good and i like it mm-hmm. but this week i've sort of i've it's taken a turn for the worse <laughs> So we are talking about Atelier Risa, a game from Gust that Tiny Hats got as a review code. And she did a sort of podcast review in the last episode. And now let's hear it. What do you think now? I mean, because I played it for like 20 hours last week and it was very enjoyable. I did. You loved it. Yeah, I did. But then now, like after playing it a while, I've done uh, three temples to 100%. And then I've done some of that shit with Seri in the forest and whatever. But like, I find that it's getting really repetitive. Oh no. Like it's, it's really like, it's very samey the whole time. And this has nothing to do with the anime stuff or whatever. It's like you, like, I don't mind the cutscenes, but it's like, there's all these cutscenes leading up to what you're supposed to do. Then mm-hmm. you get like the ruin that you're supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. You go to the ruin, they talk about the story, which is all fine. But then you get like this, like the compass thing. You have to find the clues to yep. whatever's going on, run around the whole place. But there are no other objectives in the ruins. Like there's, <laughs> I mean, there is, you have to like find your way to the door, find out how to open the door kind of thing, but it's all really basic. And then it's mostly just, you have to get all these memories and solve the thing in that menu, whatever. But it's so kind of like, at first I was like, oh, this is fun. It's like a little puzzle. It's like a little like, riddle if you know but you can also just go into that menu press one of those nodes that you have to fill in a memory and then just like try all the memories one i do that too there's (laughs) no like there's there's no there's no no penalty for choosing the wrong one and it just seems so boring you can just go not that one not that one and then you finish the ruin and possibly fight a boss and then you go back to like the city and then all of these story things for every character has like piled up. So you're just like, you're fucking yep. fast traveling from section of the city to section of the city and you hear all their stories and you have to do that for ages until you find the one that's going to lead you to the next run. Like yep. the other day, like the day before yesterday, I was becoming a rant, but like I spent literally, I was going, okay, I'm going to play some Ryza. I just finished the ruin with the fire stuff. And I went back to the city and I spent seriously an hour and a half just watching cutscenes in the city mm-hmm. with different yeah. people's story and it was like sometimes it was like go synthesize one little thing and it was I was like <laughs> this isn't this isn't I'm not enjoying this anymore and then all of that is just going to lead up to another ruin where you're going to do the same thing that you did in the previous three ruins yep so it's it's kind of getting a little bit repetitive well, it, is, it is the gameplay loop of an Atelier game but it's really boring I don't you love think? it no I like it I like, like it. it. It should have some variety to it. I mean, I'm probably going to finish it, but like, I feel like now I'm getting so fatigued with doing the same thing that I need to do something else. I think it's going to be, void. it's going to get better. Maybe you just have that mid game crisis. <laughs> crisis, <don't> <laughs> Yeah. Mid game. You're like, oh no. And then it gets even better. Like, but even like the combat gets repetitive when in each ruin there's like one or two different mob types. So you just find a composition where your main, like whoever you're controlling first and the support one has a, an attack that's super strong against that type of enemy. And then you just do the same thing over and over and over again. And it's just like, Rah. but you will finish it. Probably. Probably. I mean, I started playing Stardew Valley. So <laughs> again, <laughs> again, again. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's another thing on my mind. Do you want to talk about what we talked about on the voice chat the other day? What was that? <laughs> It was about your Stardew Valley review and the whole makeup situation. Maybe that is a story for another time. I was going Sorry. to squeeze in the genetically modified salmon and stuff, <laughs> so to speak. I was going to just... You were just going to sneak in the genetical, genetically modified salmon? All right. Yeah. On you go. Sneak okay, so this, this has been on my mind uh, this week, and that is I have a serious tip for everyone. I recommend you watch this documentary series it's uh, i think six episodes and it is called would you eat this and it is a series about a scientist and a chef from finland and every episode they go through food alternatives to save the planet and the environment and stuff like that how will food be a, a thing later you know sort of thing and they are going into genetically modified fish which makes fish bigger 
because uh-huh. there, there was some dude in the 70s so that was, or 80s i don't remember that did this and the fish is now really really much bigger you know <laughs> and okay. they they tasted it and it was the same and so the big question is would you eat this do you find gem- genetically modified food to be okay is it morally correct and such they also go over insects as a food source you know have you heard about that insects well, they do they do eat insects in some you know cultures in the world already just as like a normal thing yeah like five to ten percent of japan eats insects and we are talking like legit insects yeah well you can do that super disgusting stuff i I, I find it to be disgusting yeah but this is like a cultural thing it's like because we don't do it here it seems weird but they do it in other places therefore it seems you know for them it's normal for us it's weird I know, right? The French people, they eat snails and stuff. It's a delicacy. And we, we in Norway, we are not better. We have, we do lute, have some lutefisk. Yeah. Lutefisk. Yeah. That is a Norwegian thing. How do you it's even explain fish. that? It's fish that's like, um, it's cooked by like, it's first, it's like drenched. I don't know. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about yeah. the process here, but it's drenched in lye. Like mm-hmm. it's soaked in lye for X amount of time. Which and is then poison. Like, yeah, like lie, actual lie, L Y E. And it's just, it's the most insane thing. It's just and then it's and then, then it's cook. rinsed. I mean, the fish is first dried and stuff. It's not a Norwegian dish, okay? Yeah, it's super disgusting for all the people, but we eat it because it's yeah. a you know a thing that we. And then we with. also we also have smålahova, which is oh, super God. weird. That is weird. But that's, that's one of those, <laughs> that is a weird name, but it's one of those things that people hear about <laughs> as a Norwegian food. And then you ask a Norwegian and they're like, no, I've never eaten it. And I never will, you know, yeah. okay. it's an entire, it's an entire sheep's head boiled. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. I will post a picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Post a picture. Put a spoiler on that. I so will that, put yeah, a spoiler yeah, mm-hmm. on that. Actually okay. disgusting. So in another episode, they talked about lab-created meat from cells. And this one I find to be the most interesting. They can actually now make meat, as in, you know, beef and pork and chicken, from cells, like in laboratories. But they will turn out to be the exact same sort of meat from an animal. But there was never an animal. Yeah. You know, there was never an animal. No animals were killed. And so there are no pollution and also there will be no need to grow feed for animals that never lived. So this is like beating the system. This is so interesting. This is the top of the science of the food, (laughs) the food science of today. They are working on it. And some people are predicting that that will be the future for the meat industry, which is, you know, do you want to go on about the meat industry? You are a big vegetarian pescatarian yeah yeah so i mean i feel kind of like i mean it's great if you can you know reduce uh animal like slaughter and um it's yeah. good for the environment and all that stuff that's good but i don't think i will not i not just i don't think i know i wouldn't eat it regardless why because it's kind of like i i already know that there are other ways like <laughs> as a vegetarian slash pescatarian like i already know that there are other ways i can fill in the gap that meat you know squiggly fingers puts in your diet yeah, but how you do know, you I'll... feel about the rest of the population going this route? I mean, sure, do but I already think do what you want. <laughs> like I don't care True. if other people eat meat True. too, so it's whatever. But yeah. it's just kind of like I don't really see the point in it. Plus, I guess the point of it, except for the environmental benefits and whatever, is that it'll be like meat. Mm-hmm. And I don't particularly like eating meat, period. Like I don't like the taste of it. So it's well, kind of it, counterproductive it will, for me it regardless. Will... It will not be like meat, it will be meat, like actually. Which means it will taste like meat, and Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like the taste of it, so. Yeah, but so far it's like $100,000 per burger or something, you know. They haven't cut the cost, (laughs) they're they're working on that. That seems uh, absolutely worth it. Yeah, they're working on it to make the whole thing happen. Uh, Mm. I want to say that this series has great editing and the music was good. It's so in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what you wrote. Yeah. So you should watch this series called Would You Eat This? Highly recommend. That was my week's recommendation on what you can watch. Where do you find it? Uh, I was at, uh, you know, I was at my friend's place this Mm -hmm. week in Tromsø. And I found it on her little Apple box. What was it? I think it was on NRK. Oh, okay. Yeah, streaming service in Norway. Never mind. You can find it online someplace. 
probably. Mm -hmm. It's in English? Yeah. Okay. Yacht. Yacht. And I have also one random interesting fact to end up the podcast with. Do you want to hear it? Yes. I often dream that I get parking tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah. I've been dreaming that for several, you know, nights in, in the past weeks. I dream, I dream that I park my car some crazy place in, in town where it is illegal. And I come to my car and it's like filled with parking tickets, you know, in, <laughs> in, in the window. It's sick. That's the weirdest thing you've ever said. I think so, too. What do you, I mean, you do dream? You, you do have super weird dreams, though. Like you told you said at yeah. one point that like most of your dreams happen at the mall, but like the old mall before they renovated it. Yep. Like on the yep. <laughs> it's just the strangest thing it is so you know actually i had a dream about shaitori the other day i already told him this (laughs) (laughs) a member of the discord yeah Yeah. (laughs) i dreamt that he was gonna host a garden party like you know like you see in the movies like with where all the women wear white dresses and the men wear suits and it's like they're a string quartet in the background and like like a wedding yeah, like waiters walking around with finger food and whatever in like a fancy place. <laughs> I dreamt he was going to host this kind of garden party, nice. but he was trying to organize it in like Scandinavian autumn and not like the pretty one where all the trees are orange and it's beautiful. But like when, you know, when we're right on the cusp of winter mm-hmm. and the trees have no leaves and all the grass is dead and it looks terrible. Was he naked? <laughs> <laughs> was there a sauna? There was not a sauna and not a jacuzzi. Otherwise he would have been naked. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was, uh, that was, uh, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. He's naked regularly though. It is true. He is. Yeah. He does listen to the podcast, by the way. Hi, Shaitori. Hello. (laughs) Cute. Okay. I think it's time to wrap this shit up. Uh, Yeah. So you can rate this podcast on Spotify. You can leave us a review on the Apple things. You can leave (laughs) a comment on YouTube and you can join the Discord. Uh-huh. preferably leave the comments on youtube because i don't know where else to look for them <laughs> cute yep. thank you so much for listening to disky disc podcast we yes. love that you listen to it and give us your feedback maybe we will talk about your comment in the next podcast <laughs> episode next episode you might be the comment of the- <laughs> finger true. guns uh, true. Okay, okay we will talk to you later bye bye <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.